Hallelujah. Well, welcome River Church. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And we welcome you that are watching and uh, listening, that God would uh, touch and transform your life, that he would strengthen you today. You know, really, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm saying hi this morning and greeting you, but really what's in my heart this morning is about, uh, and really what I'm going to minister today is along the lines of spiritual strength. Amen? Spiritual strength. You know, uh, I've often, you know, who, who has uh, kind of questions about things or questions some things, you know, and, and, and sometimes I question, why is the devil always attacking Christians? You know, well, uh, the fact of the matter is sometimes they're the easiest targets. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, I'm not trying to be beat up on anybody, but sometimes they're the easiest targets. I mean, think about it. If, if you have an arsenal, if you have the Word of God, I mean, if you have spiritual gifts, if you have all of these things in your war chest spiritually, yet you never know that you have them, how are you going to defend yourself from the enemy? It's like, I mean, it would be like America having all of these nuclear weapons, yet no one ever ever used them or having all these missiles and having all of this military, but nobody ever used it. You know, like the presidents. And really, we've had past presidents, and you can see who had weakened our military, weakened our defenses. Who knew that? It's all part of the plan. And it was weakening this country. And so the enemy would easily attack when you have people that are not strong, that are in power. Amen? But see, as believers, we must be strong, but the only way that we're going to live victoriously is when we're spiritually strong. And we use the weapons that we have. Amen? Because guess what? There are weapons of our warfare. Amen? But if you don't know what weapons you have, and if you're not spiritually strong, then the enemy's going to attack you. And so, a lot of times, Christians are just sitting ducks. That's why an attack comes and they're defeated. Well, why? Because they're not exercising the Word of God by faith. Amen? Amen. Who would agree with me? That that's what happens a lot of times. You say, well, how did you let this happen? Why did you let the devil steal from you? Why did you... Well, that's just it. It's because they let the enemy get advantage or get an advantage on them. And so that's why they got defeated or they got themselves into a situation or got themselves into a a mess. But you see, you know, God wants you to be spiritually strong. Amen? Not a weakling, not a spiritual uh, eunuch where you don't produce anything either. Amen? But that you're bearing fruit. Why? Because you are spiritually strong and you're a believer who is actually producing and producing in the body of Christ. So, but you know, one of the things that really uh, was impressed on my heart, even this morning during praise and worship, is look at David. King David. Well, he wasn't always king, was he? He was a shepherd boy. He took care of sheep. Isn't that right? But you know what's interesting is, you can go over and that's where uh, 
look, let's just go there right now because this is just so powerful. I want to, I want to show you something this morning. You know, think about it. Think about David's character. Well, it had something to do with him knowing God's character. But David was a shepherd. Right? But it was through his relationship with God where he writes Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. You see, David knew that he was a shepherd, that he would do whatever it took to protect those sheep. Amen? That he would never lead those sheep into harm. And if those sheep were in any type of danger, David was going to take care of business. Amen? But see, it was through that relationship, even that David had as a shepherd to sheep, that he built this relationship and, and he spent that time wisely, amen, spending it with God, knowing that God was his shepherd, amen, that God's never going to lead me into harm. And that if I get into danger, if I get into a place, I'm going to be protected by God, amen. Isn't that something to think that David, he was a shepherd, but here he, he writes in Psalm or he writes Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou prepareth the table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou atonest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Isn't that awesome though? Because David was a shepherd and he knew the care and the love that he would give those sheep. And that God was his shepherd. Amen. You know, I, I don't know. Maybe that's just, it's just too simple. But you know what? It needs to be that way. Amen. He just knew how he would care for those sheep. And he said, if I'm a man that can care for these sheep, imagine my heavenly father who is not a man. Amen who is a creator of the universe, who is Lord of all, who He is my shepherd, amen? And He's not going to allow any harm to come to me, amen? And He's going to do everything He can to protect me. So can you imagine when he went in, David went in and he went down to visit his brothers and he saw Goliath there making threatenings against the, the army of Israel and against the people of God. That David said, hold on, wait a minute, there's a problem here. Don't these people know that God is their strengthener? Don't they know that God is their shepherd? Amen? Don't they know that they're in covenant with God? I mean, come on somebody. They See, David knew something different. He knew about the character of God. He knew who God was. He knew who God strengthened him to take and kill the lion and to kill the bear. Amen? That this this uncircumcised Philistine was nothing different. Amen? 
that he served a God that, that would strengthen him, a God that would protect him, a God that would help him. Amen? Come on. You see, it was through that relationship. And you could see that so many times. You could see that all throughout Psalms. Amen? As you see David write so many of these different Psalms of how God was what? His strengthener. How God was his refuge. How God protected him. How the Lord... Amen? But it came with David's complete trust in God. Amen? Hallelujah. So today, as you put your trust in God, Amen? God is going to do something in your life. No matter what that situation is, no matter what the circumstance is, no matter what the mess is, no matter, no matter what the need is, Amen? God is going to do something in your life and for your benefit. Amen? Amen? He is going to strengthen you today. He is going to equip you today. He is going to give you the answer today. Your way of escape is today. Amen? Hallelujah. And I speak that by the Spirit of the Lord. I would say that the Lord's ready to do in your life something big, something amazing. But are you ready? Amen? Amen. Come on. Hallelujah. And He says, the Lord would have me remind you today that He's getting you ready. Amen? Today is a getting ready service to get your answer, to get your deliverance, to get whatever the need is, to get out of the situation, to get out of the trouble. Amen. Come on. Yes. But it's not just always about getting out of trouble. It's about getting to a place where you can help get other people out of trouble. Amen. Come on. Hallelujah. That's why you've got to be strong. And you're not going to allow the devil... To attack you. You're not going to allow the devil to attack your family. You're not going to allow the devil to attack your body. You're not going to allow the devil to have your kids or your grandkids. Amen. Come on. God is going to strengthen you today. He's going to strengthen you by the power of His might. Amen. Amen. Come on. And that's what we're going to look at today. I mean, really, that's what's burning. Burn it. should be burning in your heart. Lord, I don't want my family to go to hell. I don't want my family to be taken out. Amen. I'm going to take a stand. Hallelujah. You know, and you honor God when you do that. Hallelujah. But uh, let's go to, uh, you know, but I'm just giving you a comparison here of David. You know, David was a shepherd. He knew how to take care of his sheep. And that related with him as he had that relationship with God. Amen. But let's look at our foundational scripture, which is going to be Ephesians. Amen. Amen. Ephesians 3, verses, uh, well, verse 16. Amen? But I'm going to start in verse 14, because this is very, very powerful. You know, Paul, as you make your way there to Ephesians 3, as you know, Paul, if you knew anything about Paul, he was strengthened by the power of God. Amen? He was strengthened by God, because Paul had a lot to do. I mean, here it is, Paul, who was... Saul of Tarsus, who was a great persecutor of the church, who was a very religious man. But you see, religion, only religion thing, the only thing that religion did in Paul's life was it, it kept Paul in bondage. It kept Paul in a doctrine of men. It kept Paul in this religious state where he didn't do any good, he only did bad. Didn't you know that? I mean, that, that Saul of Tarsus, amen, who was Paul, but then Paul had an encounter. Well, Saul had an encounter, and so changed, God changed him, changed his name to Paul. Amen? 
You know, come on. Sometimes that's just all you need. You need one encounter and you get a name change. Amen? What does that mean? That means you get an identity change. Hallelujah. But it was in that identity change that transformed Paul's life completely where, where the Lord was going to use Paul. But Paul knew, I can't do anything. I can't accomplish anything without God's strength. Amen? I needed to be strengthened by God to be able to accomplish all these tasks. Amen? Amen. So here it is. He's writing to the church at Ephesus. Amen? And so this is our foundational scripture. As you can see in Ephesians 3, starting in verse 14, he says, For this cause, for this cause, I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, it's amazing because, well, what's the cause? Amen. You see, there was a cause there. So here it is, Paul's prayer. He says, I bow my knees. I pray for you. Amen. Verse 15. Of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. And verse 16 is so powerful. It says that he would grant you according to the riches of His glory to be strengthened with might by His Spirit in the inner man. Amen? You see, the, the, even Paul was talking to the church. Now specifically, yes, he writes a letter to the church of Ephesus, but he's writing the letter to you. Amen? This is a letter really from God written to you that God wants you to be strengthened with his power. I'm talking God power. Amen. I'm talking supernatural power. And where does he want to strengthen you? In your inner man. Amen. He wants to strengthen your spirit. Hallelujah. That's why if I give this message a title, I would call it spiritual strength. Amen? You see, because that's what God wants. But see, Paul knew for you to fulfill the purpose and the plan of God. Amen? Who knows you have a mandate from heaven? Amen? You, each and every person has been given a mandate from heaven. You say, well, I don't know what my mandate is. You need to get with God and get what He wants you to accomplish. Because you're not here just by accident. And I'll tell you what, Many people, that's why they don't walk in strength. They don't walk in God's power. They don't walk in miracles. They don't walk in healing. They don't walk in signs and wonders. Why? Because they just, they've never found out what God has for them to do. What God wants them to do. Amen? And if you don't know what, what God is, get into the Word of God. Amen? I mean, go read Mark. Amen? Just go read Mark 16. Because Jesus has given you a commandment. Amen. To preach the gospel in all the world. Hallelujah. The great, the great commission. Amen. Hallelujah. It's not the great suggestion. It's the great commission. Amen. Hallelujah. To cast out devils. To lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Amen. So you just do the word of God. You say, well me? Little old me? Yes, little old you. It doesn't matter who you are. From the youngest child to the oldest saint. Amen? That God wants to strengthen you to accomplish His will 
to establish His covenant here on earth. Amen? And so, but that's really, if you look at what Paul writes here in verse, verse 16, it says that He would grant you. Who? God. According to the riches of His glory, to be strengthened with might by His Spirit in the inner man. I'll continue to read. That Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height, and to know the love of Christ, which patheth knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in our neighbor. That works in my wife. Come on. That works in somebody else. That works in the pastor. That works in the evangelist. By the power that's in the evangelist. No. It says right here. It says... Abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. Amen. Not in somebody else. But in you. Hallelujah. Unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages. World without end. Amen. Amen. So, you know, I mean, a lot of times we'll, we'll quote that, you know, that God's can, he'll do abundantly, exceedingly abundantly all that we ask or think. But we forget how he does it. Amen. It's because he wants to strengthen your inner man. Why? Because it's the power that works in us. Not in another individual. Amen. But that the power that is on the work on the inside of us. You see, Jesus, he doesn't want to just be little in your life. Amen. The Holy Spirit, He doesn't just want to be little in your life. You see, if it's little Holy Ghost, then guess what? It'll be little Holy Ghost coming out of you. If little Holy Ghost inside of you, then little Holy Ghost will just come out of you. Amen? Come on. If little Jesus, little Jesus, little Jesus, on the inside of you, then it's only little Jesus coming out of you. But if it's big Jesus on the inside of you, amen, then it's going to be big Jesus coming through. Amen? Come on. If it's big Holy Ghost on the inside of you, then it's big Holy Ghost coming through. Amen? It's in proportion to what? And we just read that. To the glory of God that's in you. Amen? Come on. Jesus being in your heart, strengthening you. Hallelujah. Because everything in life, everything in life depends upon what? Life is on the inside of you. Amen. And you have the life of God. Amen. You have the life of God living on the inside of you. If you're born again, if you're saved, if you ask Jesus in your heart, you have Jesus. Amen. Living on the inside of you. Hallelujah. And see, He wants to accomplish some things in your life. He, he wants you to live a life that's not a failure. Amen. You say, well, does he want me to have no difficulty? No, it's actually the difficulties that actually make you stronger. Amen? Many people don't realize. Look, I'll say it this way. If you can't carry persecution, if you can't carry trials, then you can't carry the glory. Amen? 
But it is through those trials, it's through those tribulations, it's through those hardships, it's through those difficulties, amen? Look, that's why many a times, and, and, and I know people don't understand, they're, they're going, hold on, wait a minute, God gave, the, He freed the Israelites from Egypt. And then He sends them into this land where there's a bunch of giants and a bunch of Philistines. Why didn't God just empty the place? Why didn't he take and remove all of the enemy? He removed the Philistines. Why didn't he do that? Why did he leave the enemy in the promised land? Well, the reason is he needed to teach his children how to fight. Amen? He needed to teach his children how to walk by faith. He needed to teach his children how to trust him. Amen? He needed to teach his children some things. So that, guess what? There's going to be a fight that was coming... But guess what? There might be fights that come later on. So I need to teach my children how to fight. Amen? Because it is a fight of faith. Amen? And that's why God, He wants you to grow up spiritually strong so that when the, the other attacks come, because there will be other attacks, there will be spiritual attacks come, there's physical attacks come, there's financial attacks come, there's all kinds of attacks come, that you will be spiritually strong enough. Amen? So that you can overcome every single one of the things. The enemy that wants to come at you. The, 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 the bank that wants to take the house. You know. And, 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 and repo the car. Whatever it may be. Amen. Come on. God wants you spiritually strong. Hallelujah. He doesn't want you to walk around defeated. Every battle is just an opportunity for victory. Amen. Isn't that right? Come on. And you're going to walk in victory. Hallelujah. So you can see here. But I'm going to go back and read verse 16 one more time. It says that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. And that's what I believe you're going to get today. You're going to get strengthened. Amen. In the inner man today. You want to be spiritually strong. Hallelujah. You know, it's amazing to me because if you take and look at these people, you, you can look at as uh, the, even in the Old Testament. I mean, here it is. We talked about David. Amen. But what about Noah? 120 years, he prepared and built an ark. And he never wavered from it. You see, can you do those types of things in the physical? Can you do those types of things can be just mentally strong? No, you see, Noah, his strength was somewhere else. His strength was in the inner man. His strength was a spiritual strength. Amen? That he would preach for 120 years the same message. There's a flood coming. A flood? What's a flood? They don't even know what a flood is. You know what I'm saying? They don't even know. What, 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 what a flood? What are you talking about? Can you imagine? But see, 120 years of not changing the message. 120 years of faith. 120 years, amen? It took something. It took spiritual strength, amen? For somebody to endure that, amen? Could you imagine? Who would have wanted to pick to be Noah? No, I mean, you know, Noah was the man for the task. But Noah was the one that God picked, amen? Who was living in that time. And he says, I'm going to send a flood. There's going to, I'm, I'm tired. 
I'm, I'm actually, you know, God was very upset. You understand, God wants to, he was upset because of the perverted and wickedness and all this thing going on. But he found somebody that was faithful. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. And I will say this too, Noah was not a drunk. That's a bunch of hogwash, a bunch of nonsense. You know, and that's where they say, well, Noah was just a big old drunk and whatever. No, he wasn't. He preached 120 years, there's a flood coming. Amen? Come on. 120 years. I'm talking, he was a spiritually strong man. Most people can't even preach for a day about something. You know what I mean? Or believe God for a day. Or even three days. Go on a week. Can you imagine? And then three weeks. And then go on. I mean, my goodness. 120 years. He believed God and his faith didn't waver. Why? Because of his spiritual strength. Amen? That's why God wants you to be spiritually strong. Amen? So, but we're going to look at some different people here this morning too. Because, you know, another one that's just, just a great, great is, uh, is go with me to Judges. Go over with me with Judges verse, uh, well, Judges chapter 6. Amen? Because you're going to see how just regular people. Amen? Look, you don't have to be anything special to be spiritually strong. You just have to get it this morning. Amen? You just got to catch it for yourself. Amen? Hallelujah. I mean, look at the case of Gideon. They were in this seven years of oppression. Why? Because, well, they weren't spiritually strong. They weren't spiritually strong and they were doing all kinds of nonsense and they sinned against God. So guess what happens? They get oppressed. But God had a plan. Amen? So, Judges, chapter 6, verse, starting in verse 11, and it says, And there came an angel of the Lord and sat under an oak, which was in Oprah, that pertained unto Joash the Abezerite. And his son Gideon threshed wheat by the winepress to hide it from the Midianites. So, you can see right there, there's a problem. He's, Gideon is hiding. I call Gideon a wheat smuggler, because that's basically what he was. He hid out from the Midianites. He was scared. He was fearful. He would go in the midnight hour. He would grind the wheat, and he would smuggle the wheat so that the enemy couldn't see. So i got to get in and get out of here. Amen? But he was a cowardly man. He wasn't this great man. He was just a man. And in verse 12 it says, And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him, and said unto him, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. Amen? He did this. I mean, here it is, a wheat smuggler. Here it is who's scared. Here it is, they're in oppression. Here it is that the Lord would show up to Gideon, and he didn't say, Hey, you, you scaredy cat. No, is that how the angel of the Lord addressed Gideon? No. The angel of the Lord said, you mighty man of valor. But I don't want to take away or, 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 or you to forget this one big, big part. It says, the Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. Amen? 
Why was he a mighty man of valor? Because God was with him. Amen? God was his strengthener. Amen? You see, God wants you to turn you into something. He wants to turn you into a mighty man of valor. He wants to turn you into a, a mighty woman of valor. Amen? Come on. Why? Because he wants you to know that he's with you. He is on your side. He is not against you. That if he's for you, who can be against you? Amen? Come on. You see? The importance here is Gideon was just a regular man. As a matter of fact, he was a fearful man. He was the least of all the men. He was the least of his family, he said. Amen? But God saw him doing something and sends an angel down to talk to him. And he says, the Lord is with you, you mighty man of valor. Hallelujah. And you can see where God used him and 300 men to overtake an army that was hundreds of times bigger. Amen? I mean, if not thousands. Thousands of times bigger than they were. Amen? But it, it was the very fact here that God was with him. Amen? You see, God is your strengthener. In the natural, it might look one way. In the natural, it might look difficult. It might look impossible. It might look that this is so hard. That's a great sign. Because that means then it's an opportunity to give God to do something. Amen? To get God involved. To give God a chance to move. Amen? Because you will have the victory. You will be like Gideon, this mighty man of valor. Because the fact is God is with you and that He is on your side. Amen? Hallelujah. See, you must never forget that. Never forget the God factor. Amen? You know, people, you can look, look every single person, and, and I know many, everybody's guilty of it. You can look at the situation and you say, that is just paramount. That is huge. That is way too big. But never forget the God factor. Amen? Because what is possible with God, you must never forget. There is nothing impossible for God. All things are possible with God. Amen? Amen? And so what happens is that many people, they look at a situation and they say, this is just too big. I mean, even if the fact of the matter is, it doesn't even have to be a situation or a difficulty. It can just be something God tells you to do. Where, who's ever here where God has told you something and you're like, oh my goodness, that's way too big. I can't do that. That's impossible. Well, yeah, maybe with you, but not with God. Amen? Do you think, how do you think Gideon felt? What? You're, who are you talking to, God? I mean, who are you talking to here? Who do, who do you think you are? Amen? Definitely you picked the wrong one. I mean, we could go through all the things with Gideon. Well, let's just read on a little bit more. Because it says, here it says, And the angel of the Lord, in verse 12, appeared unto him and said unto him, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man, thy mighty, thy, <laughs> if I could only read, thou mighty man of valor. And Gideon said unto him, O my Lord, if the Lord be with us, why then is all this befallen on us? And where be all his miracles which our fathers told us of? Saying, Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? 
But now the Lord hath forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the Midianites. And the Lord looked upon him and said, Go in this thy might, and thou shalt save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have not I sent thee? And he said unto him, O my Lord, wherewith shall I save Israel? Behold, my family is poor in Manias, and I am the least in my father's house. And the Lord said unto him, Surely I will be with thee, and thou shalt smite the Midianites as one man. You know, it's amazing because here it is. Gideon makes all these excuses and all these reasons and all these... Amen? Isn't that like human beings? Amen? Where uh, you're going you're gonna, to... I'm going to deliver all of these people? I'm going to do this? You're, you're going to use little old me to do this, Lord? I'm the least. I mean, you know, and he began to make all... I don't... Well, we're poor. Isn't that something? I mean, that's what many times people... I'm poor. How can I do this? How can I fund this crusade? How can I do this miracle healing crusade? How can I do this thing? I don't got any money to do this. God, how am I going to do any of this? Doesn't that sound like... I mean, I mean, how many cases the Lord tells you to do something? The Lord tells you to build a church. I ain't got no money. I'm poor. I mean, stop looking at the natural. Amen? Stop looking at what you don't have and look at what you do have. You have God on your side. Amen? You have the King of kings, the Lord of lords. You have the creator of the universe, the living God on your side who made heaven and earth. Amen? Come on. He's got everything. He's got all the resources and he's backing you. Amen? He's just looking for somebody that says, oh, wait a minute. I've got God on my side. Amen? Come on. I'll be able to accomplish this. This is nothing. Amen? That's why, and I, I, I use this example a lot of times. You know, when the Bible it talks about counting the cost to make sure that you're able to accomplish or do what God has called you to do. Well, the reality is once you count the cost, you figure out it's too expensive. Amen? It's, there's no way in the natural it can be done. So what you do realize, though, is that it's no way in the natural to do it. There's got to be a supernatural way of doing it. Amen? Come on. That's when God can get involved. If you can do it in your own strength anyway, why would you need God involved? Amen? Is this helping somebody this morning? Amen? I'm talking about being spiritually strong. Amen? But you got to be spiritually strong is because you're going to check some things in your own spirit. Amen? You're going to check that inner man. Where, where am I? Where am I? Amen? Come on. You got to do a checkup every once in a while. Amen? Come on. Isn't that right? Hallelujah. But that's why I'm just using some examples here. Gideon, he was poor. He was broke. He was a coward. He was the least in his family. Right? He didn't have the means to do it naturally. But see, he had the means to do it spiritually. Amen? You know, and if you catch this today, amen? See, God wants to show you there are some things, amen? Even you might be going through, you've realized you can't do it. You can't do it physically. You can't even do it intellectually. You can't even, you, there's no way to figure it out even in your mind. And maybe you're a smart person, amen? But you see, the mind can only do so much, amen? There is limitations, amen? Amen? Limitations, sometimes just in our own physical strength. 
limitations in our capacity or ability, limitations in our intellect, limitations. In, but guess what? The inner man's not limited. Amen. Hallelujah. You see, God's strengthening you. He wants to strengthen your spirit, your inner man. So your spirit will be strong. It will be mighty. It will be powerful. Amen. And there'll be nothing that would ever hold you back. Hallelujah. Nothing ever would ever stop you from accomplishing God's will for your life. And His will for you is to prosper. His will is for you to walk in complete health. His will for you is to walk in strength. Amen. Come on. Hallelujah. Not just barely making it by. Hallelujah. Come on. But you will have a surplus even in your life. Glory to the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. You see, and that's where Gideon. Gideon, somebody's like, oh my Lord. Oh my Lord. <laughs> I mean, isn't that sometimes, I mean, come on. Isn't that like a picture of us? Oh my Lord. How in the world? Oh my Lord. <laughs> I mean, you know, things happen. Oh, my Lord. I can just see that. Oh, my Lord. How can this be? Oh, my Lord. No, we should say, oh, my Lord is with me. Amen. My Lord is strengthening me. Hallelujah. Amen. My Lord makes a way where there is no way. Hallelujah. Amen. So that's where you can see Gideon. Good example to use. Amen. Hallelujah. But see, see, God was, don't ever forget, God is on your side. Amen? Come on. He is to, he's here to strengthen you. You've got to remember, one of the characteristics and character traits and even personalities of the Holy Spirit is that He's your strengthener. Amen? He's not, he's not just your comforter. Amen? But He is your comforter. Who needs comfort sometimes? Amen? The Holy Spirit's always there to comfort you. He comforts you. But He doesn't just comfort you. He actually helps you. He is your helper. Amen? He's, he's there to help you. No matter what it is. Amen? Who needs help? The Holy Spirit will help you. Amen? But guess what? He's not just your comforter. And He's not just your helper. He is your strengthener too. Amen? He strengthens you. So oh, Holy Spirit, I just don't know if I can do anymore. I don't know if I can take this anymore. The Holy Spirit will come right along and strengthen you. No, I'm going to... Come on. I'm here to encourage you this morning. And because it's the Holy Spirit, He wants to strengthen you. He said, He doesn't... You don't need to do it on your own. I'm here to strengthen you. Amen? Come on. He's like, you're trying to do this on your own. You're trying to do this all by yourself. You're trying to do this when He says, I know how to do this. Amen? And I'll strengthen you. Hallelujah. You know, sometimes many people... Uh, the reason why they don't get things accomplished or they don't endure is because they're trying to do it on their own. Amen? When they have a strengthener that's there to carry you right through. Amen? Come on. But I'm talking about supernatural strength too. Supernatural strength. Beyond your ability. You understand? You're like, I don't even know how I did this. I don't know how I accomplished. No, no, because he's going to strengthen you. Amen? He's going to strengthen the inner man. Hallelujah. He's going to build you up. Hallelujah. So that, because and then as you begin to use your faith, and you activate your faith, amen, then guess what? Then guess what? It'll, it'll just, just unfold, amen? It'll just unfold, it'll just, un, it just unfold, amen? Come on, right before your eyes, right before your eyes, amen? Come on, oh, that word's for somebody today, it's just unfolding, amen? Right before your eyes, you're going to see it, you'll see it just unfold, you'll see it was like a difficulty, it was like not just a hurdle, but a wall. Like something was in your way. And you're like, how in the world is this going to end? It's just going to begin to unfold right in front of your eyes. Amen? Come on. 
That's what the Holy Spirit wants to do. Drop things in your lap. Amen? Come on. Drop all kinds of different ideas and different different inventions and witty inventions and, and businesses. And he just drop, they'll drop right into your lap. Amen? Come on. That's what I'm talking about. That's, that's the kind of supernatural. And then guess what? You'll have the supernatural strength and the supernatural ability and the supernatural know-how of how to do it. Amen? Amen. Come on. So here's Gideon. You can see Gideon. But you know who's another one I want to use as an example? It's really on my heart. It's Samson. I mean, Samson's just a man. Who thinks Samson was this big, muscular bodybuilder? Like a he-man. Like, you know what I mean? Have you ever seen, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger in, in, uh, in uh, like, Conan? Or one of those, you know, he's like this big, muscular, you know, people think that Samson was... No, Samson was just a regular man. I'll prove it to you. They didn't know where his strength was come from. You see what I'm saying? They had to, they, they tried, they had to actually send Delilah in, and they, they actually delegated the responsibility to her to be the one that betrayed him, but they couldn't figure out where he got his strength from. So that doesn't mean that he had big muscles. Amen? Otherwise, they just would have said, this guy's got big muscles. That's why he's so strong. He's just, he was a big, he's a big giant. He's a big muscular dude. No, he's just a regular person like you or me. That makes me pretty excited. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen? You don't have to have some physique like this where you walk around like Mr. Olympian. You know what I'm saying? Amen? Walking around, doing all the, picking up things. No, because it was his inner man. Amen? You see, there was something different about Samson, which he got supernatural strength that came upon him. But, you know, in verse... um, And I'm just going to read a few verses here because we'll look at one occurrence here. I mean, there's many of them. But you could see, I mean, 30 Philistines he killed. But I'm going to want to look at uh, Judges uh, chapter 16. Let's look at verses 1 through 3. This is a great story. Then when Samson, then went Samson to Gaza, or Gaza, and saw there an harlot, and went in under her. And it was told the Gaziites, saying, Samson is come hither. And they compassed him in, and laid wait for him, all night in the gate of the city and were quiet all the night saying in the morning when it is day we shall kill him and Samson lay till midnight and arose at midnight and took the doors of the gate of the city and the two posts and went away with them bar and all and put them upon his shoulders and carried them up to the top of the hill that is before Hebron. Amen? So literally, Samson carried away the gates of the city on his shoulders. Can you imagine the gates? You know, and I'd imagine that these gates are no little things. You're talking about a city the city of Gaza, with these huge gates, amen? And Samson, just because he felt like it, (laughs) just because he felt like it, amen? So I'm going to take the the gates 
You know, they want to kill me. They always pick it on me. They always, amen. Guess what? I'm going to carry off the gates. You know, really, what is impressed on me is that's how we should be with the enemy. The enemy, you picking on me. I'm tired of you picking on me. So I'm going to do something to your kingdom. Amen. I'm just going to carry off the gates. I'm going to carry off this. This belongs to me now. Amen. Come on. Why are believers that way? Why are sometimes, you know, come on. Amen. Come on, somebody. You are spiritually anointed. Anointed for victory. Anointed to do great destruction against the gates of hell. Amen. Great destruction against the enemy. Great destruction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Against the, the wicked. Amen. Great destruction against anyone that would want to steal. Great destruction. You, you understand what I'm saying? Amen. Come on, somebody. That, that's what the spirit man, as the Holy Ghost would come upon you, that you would just carry off the wealth. Amen. Carry off what belongs to the enemy. Carry off just because you felt like it. Amen. Come on. Then you're going to strip the wicked. Strip the sinner of his wealth. Amen. Come on somebody. You should be getting excited about this. You see God wants to use you. Amen. Just like he used these people. Amen. Come on. He's given us all these great people of faith. Amen. Come on. That God wants to use you in a powerful way. Samson, he says, I'm going to, going to carry off the gates today. <laughs> could you imagine? I mean, could you imagine watching that and being there? seeing <laughs> him, he just, you know, I mean, he's got all these people that want to kill him. All these people, that, you know what I mean? And he just carries off the gates. Right in front of them. They're just all watching him. Amen. Come on, somebody. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I just love, I just love this kind of stuff. Amen? Because really that's what the believer should be like. Amen? Yes. What, devil? What? You're going to do this against me? Guess what I'm going to do against you? Amen? Look, I say all the time, stop whining and complaining and whimpering and all this and about how much the devil, what the devil's done to you and the devil's hurt you and the devil's stolen from you and the devil did this to you and the devil did do this when you were young and the devil did this to your family. Why don't you get up off your crying, moaning, baby attitude, but, and why don't you make the devil pay for it? Amen? Come on, somebody. Make the devil pay for what he's done to you. Don't just cry about it. Amen? Amen. Boo-hoo. The devil's done this to me. No. Go get it back. Go get what belongs to you. Amen? Come on. God's on your side. And He will strengthen you. Amen? Amen. I mean, there's so many, look at how many, I mean, all these different things. I mean, Gideon, he could have just cried, kept on crying, crying, making excuses that people could have just been in bondage. You know, let's just continue to be in bondage. No. We're going to do this. God's on our side. Amen? Come on. You're going to have a revelation of that this morning. Amen? I pray you have a revelation of who you are in Christ Jesus. Who your identity is in. Amen? And in what you are. Amen? You are a mighty man. You are a mighty woman of valor. And the reason you are is because God is on your side. Amen? Hallelujah. Don't ever forget that. You know, one time I can go back to 2008. We were about going... It was New Year's going into 2008. And I remember I was driving along in my Jeep. I had a Jeep, you know, a Jeep Jeep. And uh, I'm driving along and the Lord, I heard the, 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 the voice of God. And he said, Jason, look back. 
And he wasn't saying, look back in my rearview mirror. Amen? But there was like, it was like I could look back though in a spiritual rearview mirror. Amen? You know how they, they say, people say they were about to die and they, their life flashed before them? Have you ever heard that? Where somebody says that their life flashed before them? Well, I wasn't about to die or anything like that. Um, but it was like my life flashed before me. And I could see my life. I could see all from when I was little all the way up until that point. And you know what? I didn't see any specific event. I didn't like... It wasn't like I saw like necessarily like something good happening or, these, or something bad happening. You know what I saw? My whole life. And that God was always there. Amen? And then I remember I came out of it. It was like an open vision. I mean, I'm driving down the road. Can you imagine? That's a miracle in itself. You have an open vision while you're driving down the road. It was like my life flashed before me and that I could see that God was there always. God was always there with me. Amen? Amen. And I remember I come out of that, that open vision and the Lord says, and I'm with you now and I'll always be with you. Amen? Come on. You got to get the word of God today. For yourself that God has always been with you. That he is with you now and he will always be with you. Amen. Come on. That's what made Gideon so strong. That's what made Samson so strong. It wasn't until Samson started dabbling around and playing with the anointing. That got him in trouble. Because that's what many people do. They think well that they're anointed to do this. and they got, But then they start taking advantage of it. Or more so is they take, they just, they, they, it's not that they don't take necessarily advantage of it, but that they just forget about it. They start misusing it. Don't misappropriate, appropriate what God has given you. Amen? You know what I'm saying? Don't discredit it. Don't deny it. Don't forget about it. Amen? But that's what happened with Samson, if you really looked at it, is here it was. I mean, he killed how many hundreds of people with the jawbone of a, of a donkey? Amen? He killed, I mean, you're talking, huh, a thousand? Was it one thousand? So you know what I'm saying is, I mean, he would kill all these, I mean, just hundreds. I mean, he was just a mighty man. A mighty man. But see, he was spiritually, there was something strong about him. Amen? He was supernaturally strengthened. Amen? That's what the message is this morning. See, God wants to supernaturally strengthen you. Amen? Strengthen you. Yes. Yes, just to live. Just so, just because he can. Amen? No, you got to get this. Just because you can. God does not want you to be a failure. He doesn't want you to live in failure. Amen? Or as a failure. He doesn't want you to live defeated. Amen? God doesn't want you to live defeated. Amen? God wants to supernaturally strengthen you. Amen? So you can live free. So you can live, hallelujah, prosperous. So you can live in perfect health. Hallelujah. So these are just some examples here. But it wasn't until Samson started playing around with the anointing. It wasn't until he started to just take for granted what he had. Amen? Never take for granted what you have. I mean, to a point where they found out, he gave away a secret. 
You know, he made a deal with the devil. He gave away that thing that was sacred. Amen? Never make a deal with the devil and never give away what's sacred. Amen? Come on. What's sacred in your life, you need to protect that. Protect the anointing. Amen? That's why your inner man, you can't allow anything that would come in that would weaken you spiritually. Amen? See, that's what happened is, Samson just allowed the enemy to come in and weaken him. Weaken him where? He attacked him spiritually. Amen? That's where they found out the strength was in his hair. So they shaved him bald. You know, and then they poke his eyes. I mean, can you imagine? They blind him. Samson found himself doing the job of a donkey. But they made a mistake. They should have kept the barber 24-7, 365 around him, shaving his head every single day. But no. And they just left him there. And he got his hair back. And he cried out to God. Amen? But, and in the end, Samson took out more in the end than he took out prior. Amen? Yes. One last. Come on. That the Lord would strengthen you to fulfill it. Amen? Because that's what his job was. You're saying, well, what, why, did God, why did God anoint Samson to do these things? To wreak havoc on the devil. Bottom line. To wreak havoc on the devil. Yes. To not allow the devil, the devil, and to not allow, you do understand what I'm saying, the enemy. Yes. To not allow the enemy, to just to wreak havoc on the enemy and now the, not allow the enemy to take from them. Not allow the enemy to have anything that belongs to you. Amen? Come on. That's why. Can you imagine? That's why God gave Samson this strength just to mess with the enemy. Amen? Amen. See, God wants to give you supernatural strength. Catch this this morning. God wants to give you supernatural strength just so you can mess with the enemy. Amen? Yes. And the enemy can't mess with you, though. Right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on. That, 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 the enemy can't mess with you. Never play nice with the devil because the devil will never, ever, ever play nice with you. Right. Amen? Right. Come on. Don't play nice. We're not playing patty cake. We are going to beat up the devil. Amen? Come on. Well, the fact of the matter, he's already beat up. We just got to walk all of them. Walk on them some more. Amen? Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Boy, there's, there's so much here. But I do want to talk about a couple of points here. Amen? Very important because in everybody's life we have to always examine ourselves. And I'll just close with a couple of points here I'm going to make and then I'll pray with some people. Amen? Is. It's very important that as to be, to be spiritually strong that you always evaluate yourself to see if there's any weakness. Amen? So number one, evaluate yourself. Make sure there's no weaknesses. See, if Salmon, <laughs> Salmon, if Samson, <laughs> maybe I'm, I'm, I'm wanting Salmon for lunch. I don't know what the deal is. But if Samson would have e- examined, amen, himself. If Samson would have said, is there, are there some weaknesses in my area? Are there some things in my area? So, uh, some areas of my life, amen? Are there any areas of my life? That I might be defeated because of them. Or I might be weakened 
in this area. I, I might need a little help in this area. Amen? So, number, number one key thing is, is to always evaluate your life. See if there's any weaknesses. Amen? 2 Corinthians 13.5 says, Examine and test and evaluate your own selves to see whether you are holding to your faith and showing the proper fruits of it. Test and prove yourselves. This is amazing. That are not Christ-like. Do you... Not yourselves realize and know thoroughly by an ever-increasing experience that Jesus Christ is in you. Unless you are counterfeits, disapproved, on trial, and rejected. That's the Amplified Classic version of that. But what did it say? Examine and test and evaluate. Amen? So very important. Always evaluate. Evaluate. Is there any weakness in me? And the moment that you identify, see, the Holy Spirit will help you identify things. You say, well, I don't know how to evaluate. That's how you evaluate. Amen? You look at your heart. You know you. Amen? Come on. You know you. And if you've got something there, and then you say, Holy Spirit, if there's anything in my life, help help me to uh, examine myself. Amen? Or evaluate. Show me. Reveal that thing in me. Amen? Because I don't want that thing. And then help me to get rid of it. That's how you... The Holy Spirit's here to help you. Amen? It's not about other people's faith. It's about your faith. Amen? That's why you got to be spiritually strong. Amen? Amen? If it was about someone else's faith, then it would have said to examine their faith. Amen? But it didn't say, examine your neighbor. Amen? But... That's what a lot of Christians, that's, they're really good at doing that. Amen? Yes. And what made me really good is they're really bad. <laughs> Amen? Why? Because they're always examining or evaluating somebody else. Amen? But it says to evaluate ourselves. Amen? So, number one, evaluate ourselves. Our faith requires attention. Amen? So for you to be spiritually strong, it requires some attention. Some things you have to do. Three quick things I'll give you. Discipline, determination, and diligence. Amen? This, this, uh, discipline, determination, and diligence. Amen? So always in, in evaluating yourself, keep those three things in mind. Did I say something funny? Hallelujah. Amen? Then let me give you another point. Very important. Amen? Whatever you do, make sure it lines up with faith. Amen? Make sure you do it by faith. Point number two. Amen? Look, this is about being spiritually strong. Amen? Or spiritually strengthening yourself. So, always make sure that faith, you engage, everything that you do is engaged by faith. Amen? Does that make sense? You got that. Amen? So you always take hold of everything that you do. You're going to do it by faith. Amen? Then make sure that faith is involved in this. Am I making this decision out of faith or am I making it out of something else? Am I making a decision out of fear? Am I doing something out of fear? Or am I doing it by faith? Amen? Come on. Very, very important. Number two point. 
So I'll give you a scripture there, Mark eleven twenty two through twenty four. Hallelujah. I'll read in the Amplified Classic. And Jesus replying said to them, Have faith in God constantly. Amen? Amen. Verse 23 says, Truly I tell you, whoever says to this mountain, Be lifted up and thrown into the sea, and does not doubt at all in his heart, but believes that what he says will take place, it will be done for him. For this reason I am telling you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe, trust, and be confident that it is granted to you and you will get it. Amen? But I want to remind you, have faith in God constantly. Always faith should be in everything that we do. Amen? So number two, and that's a good way. Obviously you evaluate. Number one was what? To evaluate yourself. Amen? But... A good guide to use is faith, by faith. Is this faith or am I doing this out of something else? Amen? Did I, did, did I get persuaded by something else? What is my motive? Amen? Look at the motive, the intents of the heart. Amen? Hallelujah. So, very, very important. Hallelujah. And then, let me give you one more. Hallelujah is, remember, that God's way is always the best. Amen? So third point, God's way is always best. Where you're going to fall into the trap is when you either believe your way is the best, or you think someone else's way. Because people will give you... Look, many, Pastor Gloria and I can tell you all the time, we've gotten advice, even from godly men. It was probably bad advice. It was bad advice. We should have never followed that advice. So even from the best. I'm talking the best of the best. They could be mighty men, generals of faith. Can give you advice. It may not be God's advice. Amen? It could just be something that they have an opinion of. Or they have whatever an idea of. Remember, God's way is best. Amen? Always stick with God's way. Stick with God's word. Amen? Come on. So if you do those three things, very important. Hallelujah. Those are just three keys. And in closing, amen, I'm going to pray right now. Hallelujah. And God is going to spiritually strengthen you this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. God is going to spiritually strengthen you. Hallelujah. Remember, it's not by power or by might, but it's by my spirit, saith the Lord. Amen. And you are a spirit. And God wants to strengthen your spirit. Amen. God is going to strengthen you even this morning. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. The Jesus, you are the author and finisher of our faith. You are the author and the developer of our faith. That you are developing us, our lives. And by faith, as we are developed, we are strengthened. That you would strengthen our inner man this morning. If there's anything in our lives this morning that needs to be removed. Show us Holy Spirit. We want to evaluate ourselves. Are there any weaknesses? We can't be strong if our spirit is weak. But it might be our flesh. It might be our reasonings or our minds that might be weak. We don't want anything in our lives that's weak. 
or that's feeble. It's one thing, Lord, you want us to be humble, but you don't want us to be weak and weaklings. That, Lord God, that you would just right now, Holy Spirit, work in our hearts as even now we evaluate our lives. If there's anything that would hold us back, remove it, Lord. We don't want it. We don't want it in our lives, Lord. And I thank you now. Now, even as, a, as you are the spirit of truth and you're leading people into truth. You're leading them in. And, and, and I believe, Lord God, you're giving direction even now by your spirit. You're giving people just insight even into their own hearts of things that they need to change. And they're going to be changed. That they're surrendering it. Even this morning as people put and, and they evaluate their lives that they put their hearts upon the altar. Those things they say have held them back will be burnt up. They will be no more. There will be nothing that will limit them anymore in Jesus' mighty name. And thank you, Lord God, that you are with them. And that you are their strengthener. Hallelujah. That's it. That's it. That's it. Just like God, just like the breath of heaven. That's what I feel right now. Just like, like God's breathing upon you afresh and anew. You're going to be strengthened by Him this morning. And He wants to touch you and strengthen you. You say, I don't know if I can go on much more. Yes, you can. Hallelujah. Because He's strengthening you to go on. He's strengthening you to be strong. He's strengthening you to be an overcomer. He's strengthening you to be more than a conqueror. He's strengthening you to know who you are. He's strengthening you to know you mighty man of valor. You mighty woman of valor. Because God is with you. God is with you. God is with you. He would say to you, I've never left your side. I'm with you. Let me one time again show myself strong on your behalf. God would tell you this morning, amen. Hallelujah, that He is strengthening you. There's nothing too big. There's nothing too impossible. There's nothing. Those desires that I've given you, saith the Lord. The desires of your heart. Those are my desires, saith the Lord. Those are my desires that I've put inside of you. Therefore, I will strengthen you. Those desires are proof of what I have for you. So you will begin to see and walk in, and you will know. Hallelujah. You will know because I speak to you even now. I even show and reveal those things that you've allowed to die. You've allowed to sit at the wayside. Maybe it's things you put on a shelf some time back. But that God's telling you, I'm breathing upon them. I'm breathing upon them. I'm breathing upon them. Those desires are being rebirthed. They're coming alive. He says those desires are proof of what I have for you. That's what I want for you. And you shall receive them. And you shall endure. You shall endure to the end. You shall see all things be fulfilled that God has. Hallelujah. Woo! Hallelujah. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for supernatural strength upon your people this morning. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Come on. Hallelujah. That's what it's about. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Supernatural. I'm telling you what. The inner man. Your inner man will never be weak. Your inner man will never be weak. Not another day of your life. Amen? But you're going to be strong spiritually. Amen? And we're praying for you. Amen? We're praying for you. We pray every single day for you. Amen? Come on. But look at Paul's prayer. That you be strengthened. Amen? 
by the Spirit of the living God. Amen? And that's what we want you to be. Strong in the Spirit. And there's nothing that's going to get you down. Will those, will those attacks be there? Yes. It's not all roses and rainbows. Amen? Come on. Yes, there'll be some things. But you know what? It's even the joy of the Lord is your strength. Amen? Amen. And you can find refuge in Him. Amen? Were you blessed this morning? Amen. I know I didn't go that long, but it's what I had on my heart. Because really, we need to evaluate, amen, our spirits. Amen? Amen? Because God wants our spirits to be strong. Amen? And I believe He's building up today. Amen? Come on, He's revealing things in your life. Who knows that right now? Amen? Come on. And He's strengthening you and speaking into you and encouraging you. Amen? You say, well, I need some encouragement. Well, get some courage in you. Amen? Encourage. Put it in you. Amen? And God wants to encourage, but encourage yourself in the Lord. Amen? That was one of the Great traits of David. Amen? He knew how to encourage himself. When he didn't have courage, he found courage. Amen? And he put it in him. Amen? Come on. In the Lord. Hallelujah. That's what encourage is. Just got to get that courage in the inside of you. Amen? Come on. So encourage yourself. When you got no one else, encourage yourself. Amen? Because you got God. You got the Lord. Amen? Amen. Come on. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. But I want to give everybody an opportunity this morning. If you have never asked Jesus to be your Lord and Savior, I want to pray with and for you. You know, the important thing is that heaven is your home. Amen? And that you know that heaven is your home. And that there's no doubt in your heart. Hallelujah. So I want to pray with and for you this morning. If you've never made Jesus Lord and Savior of your life. If you never called on the name of Jesus, today is the day of salvation. Don't hesitate. Don't put it off. But secondly, is maybe you were born again at one time and you're backslidden. You know you're out of the will of God. Maybe something came and rocked your world. Maybe you, whatever it was. I mean, it could be a tragedy. It could be a divorce, loss of a loved one, loss of a job. I mean, it could have been you got hurt at a church. I don't know. You can come back to Jesus. You can fall in love with Jesus all over again. Amen. So it's about making Jesus' first love in your life. And so, but maybe something took you out that was, I mean, it could be a destructive habit. It could be something on the outward. But it could also be something on the inward. It could be lust, pornography. It could be jealousy. It could be pride. It could be unforgiveness or bitterness. So there's so many different things that could come in. So, But as you call on the name of the Lord today, He's going to save you. Amen? Hallelujah. And then thirdly is, uh, maybe the devil's lying to you, telling you you're not saved, you're not born again. You just don't know for sure. You say, I just don't know. I I don't even feel saved. Those lies will be broken off your life today. Amen? So I want to pray with and for you this morning. If you fit into one of those categories, I'm going to pray with you right now. Now repeat this after me. Say it out loud, but believe it in your heart. Amen. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me. Cleanse me. Even like this morning. When you say in your word to evaluate, to examine our hearts. I examine my heart now. And I say this it's yours. It's your heart, Lord. I give it to you completely. So remove anything. Take out the stony heart. Put in a heart of flesh. 
I'm yours, Lord, and I surrender my life to you. Thank you, Jesus, that you came in the flesh. You died on the cross. You rose from the dead for me. Then you ascended to heaven. Thank you for saving me, Lord. I am saved. I am a child of God. I am forgiven. And I thank you for washing me. In your blood, Jesus, I am a new creation. In Christ Jesus. And I thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Amen. As you prayed that prayer, you are a child of God. And guess what? You are free of all sin. Free of all guilt. Free of all shame. Amen. Hallelujah. You don't identify with that old self, whatever it was. You turn to Jesus and he's going to help you and lead you. Lord, I pray for every single person as they prayed that prayer. Hallelujah. That Lord, that you would seal them by your blood and by your spirit. That on that day in heaven, as we all worship you in eternity, that not one person will be missing, but everyone will be present that prayed that prayer. In Jesus' name, help them, guide them, lead them, use them, Lord. Not break every assignment off the devil off their lives. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. amen. Well, let's do this. Let's give you an opportunity to give today. Tithe, offering, do what God tells you to do. Amen. Hallelujah. Be obedient to what God would have you do. And uh, so you that are watching, you can participate. You can go online to www.rivertx.com. Click on donate and be part. Amen. Or you can send your love gift to the River Church, P.O. Box 6375, McAllen, Texas, 78502. That was P.O. Box 6375, McAllen, Texas, 78502. Amen? So you can participate. Two, as you sow today, give it an assignment. Give your seed an assignment. Amen? Come on. And by faith, the moment that you release it into the bucket, that's your point of contact. Amen? And you release it, and guess what? It goes into God's hands. Amen? Amen. And guess what He does with it? He multiplies it. Amen? Hallelujah. But we want you to be obedient today. Amen? We're not after your money. We want to see you blessed. Amen? Why? Because we're after your blessings. Yes, you're right. Your pastor's after our blessings. Yes, you are blessed to be a blessing. Amen? Hallelujah. That means you're going to have surplus. You're going to have an abundance. You're going to have more than enough. Amen? And you'll be a blessing. Amen? Come on. Who wants to be big givers? Amen? Then just give, give faithfully. Amen? And then God will increase it and He'll multiply it. Amen? Now just hold it up. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. You give seed to the sower. And you put the power of multiplication into the seed. So we release it by faith, Lord. We do it cheerfully. We do it with glad hearts. We do it faithfully, Lord God. We do it in obedience. And your word declares, the willing and obedient shall eat the good of the land. And I thank you, Lord God, we're going to eat the very best you have for us. That there is no lack in any home. That, Lord God, the desires of their heart shall be fulfilled. That they will get everything, Lord God. And that, Lord, you provide all of their, for all of their needs according to your riches in glory by Christ Jesus. And this is a harvest that's going to come back to them in Jesus' mighty name. In great multiplication, it's going to be done. And I thank you for it. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Go ahead and pass the bucket. Who likes multiplication? Amen. Who likes harvest? Yes. 
Hallelujah. And guess what? You're going to get it. Amen? Harvest time. I declare it. Amen? Well, you say, how can you do that, Pastor? Because seed time just happened, now harvest time is going to happen. Amen? Come on. That's how it works. Harvest time happens because seed time happens. Amen? And seed time just happened. So harvest time is going to happen. Amen? Come on. You say, well, how do I get more harvest? More seed. Amen? Keep seed. Seed, seed, seed. Harvest, harvest, harvest. Amen? If you just plant one, if you just plant one tree, one seed, and you get maybe one tree, right? I mean, it produces. But think about it. If you planted another and another and another and another and another, you planted this, that, and the other, right? Then you would have more harvest. Amen? Amen. Come on. So plant more seed. You get more harvest. More multiplication. Amen? Amen? Hallelujah. Now let's do this. Let's take communion together. Amen? Hallelujah. And we're going to do... I think we're good. Good. Go ahead and pass, pass the elements. Amen? And um, let's do this. We're going to have Pastor Gloria... And Linda come up and pray over the elements this morning, if you will. Let's just move the podium a little bit there. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. One on one side and one on the other. And so, Linda, I'm going to ask you to pray for the bread. Amen. And we're going to pray for the bread. You can participate. Get you some bread. Get you some juice. You that are watching. Amen. Or listening. And Linda's going to pray over the bread. And then Pastor Gloria, you pray over the juice. Amen. Hallelujah. And do this. I don't know if you can take that. But... Amen. Hallelujah. There you go. Hallelujah. So go ahead. Go ahead and pray over the bread. Jesus, we take this bread. In remembrance of you, of what you did on the cross, your body that was broken for us. You did it, Jesus. You didn't have to, but you did it because you loved us. So, Jesus, we thank you. Because your body was broken, Lord, that we can walk in perfect healing. So, God, we thank you. Not just healing in our bodies, but healing in every area of our life, God. So, thank you, Jesus, for doing that. We thank you that it is your will and that we could be made completely whole. So, we thank you in Jesus' name. Take the bread. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And then we'll take the cup together as Pastor Gloria is going to pray over it first. Amen. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, for your blood. Your blood that it washes us. Your blood, it protects us, Lord. We thank you for your blood that sanctifies us. There's no guilt, no shame. And we thank you that we are made white as snow. And we do this in remembrance of you. So right now, go ahead and take the cup and receive it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Wonderful Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. I guarantee you want to be strengthened spiritually? Go to the supper table of the Lord. Amen. Come on. Come on. You you talk about supernatural strength? Amen. Come on. As we You should do it on a daily basis. Remember, Jesus said, 
as often as you do this, do this in remembrance of me. Amen? Amen. So we should do it often. Amen. And it's a strengthening. I mean, can you think of a better way to be strengthened? Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You walk in perfect health. There's healing. Amen? But then, what about the protection? Washing, cleansing, knowing who you are in Christ Jesus. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Well, that's what I have on my heart this morning. Amen? We're glad you're here. We love you. Glad that you're watching and that you're listening. Even you watch the replay of this. We love you. And God is going to do something amazing this week. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. In you. Who, who feels their inner man already being strengthened? Yes. Amen? Yes. You feel strong. Hallelujah. Amen. God has made you that way. Amen? Amen? And God is with you. So never forget that. Amen? Well, we love you. God loves you. And we'll see you next time. Amen? God bless. Bye-bye.